see seven sacks, though. I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. This is Heavy Hall Football. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Redskins and the Rams. We give out our game balls, our kick in the balls award, and we look forward to the bye week. This and much, much more live with Josh and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? Welcome, episode 267, brought to you in part by David Lee Legal Services. Excellent! And by us, Harry Hog Football. (laughs) And by M-Tie, Manhattan Tie, where I had Thai food today in Manhattan. Oh, my... Oh my! Hey, enjoy speaking, that on the way back out, dude. All right. Speaking of oh my, the other day, oh. uh, all right. After that soccer match back when uh, we got beat by Japan, when oh my, uh, Hope Solo got beat by Japan, she was interviewed by ESPN, and they said she, she said she would not be on Dancing with the Stars. But then on the news, I was like, and here it was on ESPN. Actually, they're like, here's Hope Solo's le- performance last night on Dancing with the Stars. They did not. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I thought she wasn't gonna do it. She lied. She lied. Oh my. She was shaking it on Dancing with the Stars. Well, apparently she's in the new ESPN, the magazine. Uh, I don't know what it's officially called, but I'm calling it the Naked Issue because there's a whole lot of naked athletes in it. But don't go so, rushing to your newsstand, Josh, at the airport there on the why? way back because it's because it's only half chicks. They don't have like a chick's version and a dude's version? No, oh, it's all interdispersed. You can be like, oh, yeah, there you go. Whoa! <laughs> What's up, Blake Griffin? What's it called? Wait a minute. Apollo, they don't even like, oh, no. Oh, no, I don't want to see oh, that. Oh, no. Oh, my. Oh, is my. They it's don't called even have Naked it, so Magazine? To, you don't have to like even turn over the magazine. You know, some of them, like, you start at the back and flip it over, and then it's like the guy's version. The other, you know what I mean? Um, no. No. <laughs> no, you know, like so, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, like, some magazines they'll do like a double issue where you get halfway through and you have to actually flip the magazine over so that the back cover is upside down and it goes the other direction. Isn't that like for a Briggs and Stratton engine and it's in Spanish on the other side? Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage. I think it's the SBS way of, of, of trying to be more legitimate than Sports Illustrated. They're like, we're doing it for artistic sake. So we what? have dudes. Anyway, Josh. So is, Michael Irvin, Josh, jump on that. Josh's podcast today is from a remote location in New York City, Giants and Jets country. He's behind enemy lines. And I am. I had, to close, I had to close the door right before the podcast when I said really loudly out the back door here. Man, the, the Giants never should have won this week. And I was like, crap. I heard like all these people going, <laughs> what? Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. What are you talking about? Don't, don't. I love Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the. Uh. <laughs> 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 
Anyway, let's get to. We got to get this podcast rounded up because I need to leave here in about forty minutes, or else I'm going to get in trouble with the wife. You're going to get in trouble then, because you know how it goes. It was really refreshing to see seven sacks. So I can't remember <laughs> the last time we had more than two. John, when was the last time you saw seven sacks? Uh, probably oh, when no. I picked up that issue at ESPN the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, let's hand it to Will for calling in again. That was pretty funny. The seven sacks comment. I yeah, in our you know sophomore humor. It was really refreshing to see. It seven. was true though. <laughs> How cool was it to be like, dude? We had seven sacks. That was probably the the difference in the game since we let the damn Rams start coming back at the end. Wait, wait, we. Let them start oh, coming back. We, 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 as in the royal we, or as in the jester we, as in sexy Rexy. As in number eight we. Oh, man. I got a big cut. Yeah. You got oh, that. my. Oh, my. <laughs> God! Mm. Yeah. All I know think, is. But I don't think he's going to get cut, guys. I mean, I think next next week we'll see Mike Shanahan. He'll be, he'll be bringing Rexy back. Oh, don't you think? And you know what John was saying during the game? He was like, there's only one way we're going to get Rexy out of there, and that's if he gets injured. (laughs) I was like, he's going to have to get housed by somebody, and then we're going to get Beck in there. Beck so needs to trip him in the hall. Dude, he's not going to get, dude, he's not going to get set housed against the Rams. Did they have any sacks? Any sacks? They have 11 sacks on the field. I don't think the Rams had any sacks. Um, I'm 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 looking into that right now. That would, these the Rams were sackless. That's what I thought. They like a dog sackless. leaving the SPCA. Uh, oh man, so like a dog leaving the SPCA. <laughs> They're sackless. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, the defense outstanding and the victory over the Spams. The offense mm, not so good, and I don't know if that's going to cut it against the Dream Team in two weeks. Dream team. Dude, Michael Vick said today that we need to stop calling them the dream team. <laughs> oh, he finally just, just admitted to make it. it official. He just to make it official so it's okay for everyone to stop doing it because Michael Vick said so. Oh, okay. Well, if Michael Vick said it. Well, that's not putting the conf- true. that's not putting much confidence in his team if he's saying we can stop calling them that. I think they're the dreaming team. <laughs> I think they're the nightmare team. <laughs> I think they're the Tony Romo. But before we get on to that game, let's talk about this one. We started out the game. We went up. Did we go up 17 nothing? Yes, we did at the yeah. beginning oh, of the yes. third quarter. I was feeling pretty good at that point, too, I got to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, one more touchdown here if we get the ball back, and we're going to put the nail in the coffin. And it's yeah, and awesome. Ryan Terrain, and Ryan Terrain like suddenly showed up out of nowhere. It was like bow, bow, the Ryan all terrain comes flying through. <laughs> Dude, Ryan Terrain had something like 135 yards on what? 15 carries or something? I don't have the stats. 135 on 19. Dude. He was killing it out there. Oh, he Ryan was... Terrain has such great vision, man. When you look at him like run, he's very patient. He waits for the holes to open up. You know, he makes the the juke when he has to. He has really great like forward vision knowing where he has to go to get those extra yards out of the carry. And yeah. he has great side movement, like lateral, like side to side movement, like he just stopping on a dime, all like Barry Sanders esque on a couple plays. I was like, "Dang, dude!" I know he'll like stop. Be like, "No, I'm gonna stop here. Let you miss me." All right, move on. Oh, yeah, he just put on the brakes. He uses dude. like stop as one of his 
his tools to uh, he is kind of like an express train dude he like stops comes into the station stops waits goes i mean he's just like he's awesome but have you ever noticed there's a lot of running backs that don't ever come to complete stops as part of their arsenal of moves and not a lot ryan terrain does and he does it well yeah like he was going to get nailed in the backfield on one of those and he was just like he just went sideways yeah, not only did he stop, but he jumped like three feet to the side to miss the tackle and get into the open lane, and then he went. It was awesome. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, Ryan Terrain. Um, and speaking and of did vision, anyone, I mean, it's not like anyone saw that coming either. It was just like, whoa, what the hell is Ryan Terrain doing in the game? Whoa, Ryan Terrain just made an awesome move and got 39 yards. Speaking of vision, though, I mean, something yeah. had to be done. I've noticed over the last few games that vision that Tim Hightower had in the preseason Going he's into the cloudy. first game of the week is, I think he's got some blinders on or something because he is not finding those holes like he was. Dude, here's here's what I think we'll see within like three more weeks, three to four weeks. Terrain will be the starting back. Hey, Lou will uh, will be backing him up, and we'll see how Towers the third back. I don't I know. Feel- I think in about three or four weeks, I think we're going to see Ron Terrain out injured again. <laughs> <laughs> if and then okay, Lou and let me, Hightower battling it out. Let me put the asterisk up there. If he can stay healthy, I think that's what we would yeah. see. That is a big if for all terrain. That's for sure. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, because I noticed that Rich Tandler was tweeting during the game and said something to the during effect, it said something to the effect of uh, Ryan Terrain can get nailed and bounce right back up. It's when he gets barely touched that he gets injured. Yeah, and we had just talked about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And another player that seems to be losing their vision is Brandon Banks, dude. What is up with him turning into Mr. Randall L? All over the dancing machine, man. I know we were talking about that. Lots of people were tweeting about that too, and yeah, well, that's what we responded pretty much. He's been watching too many Randall L tapes. He needs well, to dude, just run. Just run. Exactly. Just run. You nailed it right on the head. Brandon Banks, what he's been so good at is he just catches the ball and goes forward, and then just like cuts to one side or the other. It's like. It's kind of like the running game style is supposed to be. It's like one cut and go. He just go. If, if he would just go straight, he's so fast, he passes people mm-hmm. before they get like the proper there, angle on him. There was actually one time, literally, I think this is when we tweeted that he looked like Randall L, where he ran backwards. And I was like, okay, he's got some speed if he can break around the corner. But, I, you know, you could see it coming. Somebody was going to like shoestring tackle him. And dude just needs to catch the ball and run forward because he's got enough speed that as he's moving forward, he can juke and take off around the, the corner or get past some defenders that way instead of dancing, dancing, dancing. He's not going to get anywhere from that school of thought. Mm-hmm. Dude, but Sexy Rexy had his worst game yet, I'd have to say. And if this was against a better opponent, we'd be done. Oh, yeah. yeah he was done. terrible. He's, he's been downhill. See, I told you after that first game. Not that anyone needed to be told, but I told you. Now, Not going to be this good every game. Hey, what, hey dude. What was dude. that? Dude, what's up with your mic all of a sudden, Josh? It's starting to. What's it doing? Like you're too close to it or something? It's kind of. I don't know, man. I'll back up. I'm, on, uh, I'm, I'm remote, remember? Oh, that's better. That's better. That is better. I'm remote. I'll move back about a foot. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Um, Go ahead. Um, Brandon Banks, dude. I think I saw him this morning at the airport in, in Raleigh, Durham, Raleigh, North Carolina. For real? Was he I running really backwards? <laughs> He was not, but I did a double take, and I was like, is that Brandon Banks? Did I he mean, look like he was looking for his mother? 
<laughs> he did. He was on the curb waiting for someone to pick him up. <laughs> and it might not have been him, though. It might have been like the 14-year-old kid that was coming in on Southwest. <laughs> I don't know, dude. No, it wasn't on. It was on a. It was on a. It was not on Southwest. Did you say on Southwest? Yeah. Is that what the Redskins fly? It's the well, official maybe. airline of the NFL, dude. And, and, not, and none of them dude, fly on it. Dude, it's it's the bye week. Those guys are, can fly on whatever they want to. It's not like the Redskins are paying for his ticket to go home for a vacation. Yeah. Yep, that's true. It's, it's not true. like they're paying him to run backwards either. <laughs> do you guys think, think that he's hurt? I think he is hurt. Still? I do too. And that brings up an interesting point. We need another cornerback. Philip McCannon's coming in. I yep. know. Who are they going to? Who are they going to? To make space? I'll tell you. They Didn't already cut, cut. today. They cut him today. Cut, they cut Brandon Thompson. Oh, did yeah. they? Did they? Yeah, today. All right. Oh, I see that further down on the list. Sorry, I did not read that far on the attendance. Dude, read ahead. Who was one of our seventh round picks from uh, Boise State? Well, yeah, I guess I thought Brandon Thompson might have pro- promise, but if it's either him or Buchanan, heck, we need help. We need Buchanan in there. Well, hopefully, we can get him back on the practice squad. Maybe we could get Carlos Rogers back. And what about what's the? All right, we're not even into the injuries yet. Do we want to go into the injuries, or we want to talk more about this game against the Lambs? I say I the think- Lambs. The defense. Right. Defense. Arakpo named defensive Seven. player of the week. Yep. He had two and a half sacks and wreaked havoc the entire game. Got held at least Reap. once, that I remember. Wreaked havoc. He got called at least once. He wreaked havoc. He wreaked of havoc. What about Kerrigan, dude? <laughs> I can only imagine if Jenkins was in there, too. Oh, man. Karen, Kerrigan's the rookie of the month. Dude. Defensive rookie of the month. Dude, I know. I know. Insane. Insane. He's so good. The two of them, Karakpo, the two of them together, and we're starting to see Cofield doing a more out there. He had two passes defended, and a, uh, he recovered a fumble. He was in on one of those sacks, I remember. Um, 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 what's his face? The Cowboy, Stephen Bowen, got in there. He had a sack. He had, he had one and a half sacks. Whoa. Who else had a sack? <laughs> <laughs> Kerrigan had make, one. Kerriger had too. one. Yeah, against his old team. Uh-huh, so that was nice for him. Um, Atagwe did not have one against his old team, but he did have a couple of tackles. Yeah, but he's he's not coming in for some. What about Landry? He get one? Landry, no, but he did have three tackles total. Yeah. He's wreaking havoc as usual. You know who's not wreaking havoc? Like havoc in here. D'Angelo freaking Hall. Dude, cut. Man. All I know is that when he got hurt was when the defense like stepped up and started playing really well like we expected him to do against the Rams, who shouldn't be that that difficult a task for this defense, in my opinion. And that was right when the defense really started getting in there and hitting Bradford. Before that, I think they had only hit him one time. Yeah, well, they just... What was up with all the Rams bleeding, including Bradford, like all over their britches? Dude, they were. <laughs> yeah, where was that coming from? I don't, I don't know. know. Somebody, Somebody spread tax out on the on the, the that terrible turf they have in that terrible stadium. Some of it was coming from from Bradford's arm. I saw it was bleeding. I was like, "This is the NFL. They can't get that dude a decent band aid, so he doesn't have to bleed." All <laughs> <over his nose." laughs> they can't spray some of that like new skin right on there. I don't know, dude. He I don't was know. Bleeding everywhere, man. He, he was. He was getting mad too, and I don't blame him because he was getting destroyed. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him either. And they actually invested some in their offensive line to try to protect their quarterback after they watched uh, 
Mark Bolger get absolutely ruined over about what three or four seasons he was there after Kurt Warner was gone. Bolger, maybe it was longer than that. <laughs> uh, and then, dude, but I have to. He, he got killed out there, so they're they're trying to protect this guy, but they sure didn't do it against Karakpo. But I have to say though, I got I got to point out our defense was stout up front, but the cornerbacks need help. There was a lot of passes that their team dropped, which could have been scores. Two touchdowns. They dropped two touchdowns. Yeah. Could have been the game, and partially, you know, and of course, Rexy couldn't get the freaking offense going for the second half, pretty much. So, so get, yeah, getting Buchanan back could be huge, depending on if he's in football shape. That's true. Hopefully, he's not been stupid. He's been working out. They still haven't said what it is, or he has not said what it is that he got banned for whatever substance it was. He said it was an honest mistake. It's possible. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, guys, I want to point something out, though, because I've been pointing it out the past couple of weeks. Yep. Um, number 77, Jamal Brown, penalty. Oh, yeah. I called that out to John in this game. I was uh-huh. like, dude, Josh gave him the kick last week for the same thing. All these <laughs> false starts he keeps getting. I know, dude. Yeah. What's his deal? Seriously. Dude, what were up with the penalties on the Redskins in general? We came into this game, I'm pretty sure, one of the least penalized teams in the league, and we had like nine or ten penalties in this game. We had ten penalties for 96 yards. That's way too many. Dude, that's not going to cut it against the Dream Team. Dude, I know. (laughs) The Rams had nine for 65. It was was a penalty fest at the Edward Norton Dome. And we kept getting these penalties (laughs) for nailing their stupid... Freaky dude. punt returner for not calling fair catches. Even, even were, that was ridiculous. There was only one dude, and this is a piece from the a hog slot later. There was only one hit that the Redskins got fined for, and that was Niles Paul got fined twenty thousand dollars for that last one where he hit helmet to helmet on the dude. But yeah. well, I, the first two, it was three total if I remember right. And the first two, those were clean, man. That dude didn't call fair catch. I know. Period. Dude, the whole time I was like, I was like, what's up with the Rams? Did they not teach him how to call fair catch? I mean, do they know that they can do this? And then I'm following on Twitter and everybody's saying the same thing. It's like, do the Rams not understand how to call for fair catch? Somebody show them how. My God. That's what what Timmy Ryan was saying on there as well. Don't even get me going on Timmy Ryan. Timmy. I don't know, but talking about about penalties. Timmy! Even Rex Grossman Grossman had that intentional grounding penalty. Oh, don't even get me going on Rex Grossman. Oh, I forgot about that one. (laughs) Do you remember that? Dude, there was bat. That was in that back-to-back penalty uh, drive. He it was threw like it at Fre- Lichtensteiger or something. I know he threw it like at a lineman in the back, and everyone's like, everyone instantly looks at the refs. Like from both teams, they both all look instantly at the refs, and they're like, "Uh, dude, the way that it looked, if though, if you look at the penalties on that drive, it was like Rex Grossman like got mad about something, and threw the ball into the ground, and then they turned around and punted, and then Perry Riley took it out on the. Uh, on the defenseless player, right back to back. Dude, is Niles Paul going to be able to um, meet his rent payment this this month? Because does he <laughs> I know, pay right? twenty thousand dollars? <laughs> he had to play that. He has to play like two games just to pay that penalty. <laughs> Dude, I read this in an article about that guy that uh, got fined in the preseason for hitting Chad Ochocinco, and Ochocinco was like. And he, you know, he's some like low, low dude who's hardly making any money if he even made the team at the at the end of this preseason. And Ocho Cinco was like, "That hit on me was fine. I'll pay his fine for him." And again, <laughs> by NFL rules, you can't do that. But they were breaking it, or some, they were asking someone in the NFL about it on something, and the NFL guy was like, "Oh, we have a payment plan." 
Are you serious? For they have out? a payment plan. We'll, we'll spread it out. He can't pay it. Yeah, we'll spread that over and the he's next gonna have to pay a, <laughs> he's, working at McDonald's because you didn't make the team. He's going to have to well, pay a $5 in, installment penalty every time. Every time. They said if you get cut and you're out of the NFL, you don't have to pay it because you're no longer an employee. What if you get cut and then you come back? Do you have to start paying it again? I guess so. I guess that's part of your uh They'll be like, um, it's kind of yeah. like... It's kind of like if you quit the YMCA and like let your membership go, and then like you try to rejoin a year later, and they're like, "Well, you kind of have to pay us for the back dues for the past year." It goes retroactive, or a joining fee. Yeah, whatever, whatever that is. It's kind of like insurance companies. Well, they'll give you, they'll be like, "You owe us a thousand dollars for next year's worth of insurance, but you can pay us on an installment plan, and then it'll just be an additional five bucks each payment." And then you start thinking about it, and you're like, "Hold on, dude." I'm paying you up front for insurance. So you haven't given me the service, yet you're charging me $5 to pay you monthly. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, enough about payment plans and Niles Paul and more about the penalty. What else did we have? We have a pass interference on... Um, heck, who was the pass interference on, John? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. All I know yeah. is, is we. I, I'm a little concerned about the secondary after that game and Sexy Rexy. The defensive Dude, bet- line is stout. The lineback, linebackers are stout. The receivers are fine when they get the ball. And the running game is fine most of the time. It's just they need to just keep switching in whoever is actually finding the holes that day. All I know is... uh. I think that's exactly what I said at the beginning of the season. It was going to be the quarterback and the secondary were the things I was the most worried about. You right. And so far, you, so far. You right. You right. Dude, that pass interference was on Dijon Gomes. Oh yes, yes. Oh yeah, we didn't think he was even going to play. Yes. I didn't even know he was going to be active. Yep. But anyway, all right. We did get the victory though, so we could only be so mad. We're rolling in. That's true. Into the bye week, three and one. And we got revenge on the on the Rams from last year. That was awesome. If we get one more win this season, I keep my job as host of Harry Hog Football. <laughs> so come on, dudes, keep it up against the Dream Team. You got two weeks to prepare for the, their their uh, scrub team and uh, the last place Dream Team one and three. And it's going to be in Washington at home in front of our crowd. We are going to be. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to see seven sacks. I can't wait. Anyway, let's cruise on into the injury report. What do you got, Josh? All right, dudes. What do you guys think about uh, what do you think about Leron Landry, man? Did you notice he didn't come back after the uh, at the end of the first half? After saw, yeah, I think I think when I said, uh, dude, Aaron. Why is 37 in? 37 <laughs> did make a nice hit, I remember. He did. He did. But, and he was in and out, but like um and, but man, it was it was obvious like Leron Landry. Where's Leron Landry? Where's uh, Leron Landry? And when I asked and when John asked me where Leron Landry was, I immediately texted Josh and said, "Ask your girlfriend Kelly Johnson where Leron <laughs> Landry is." And what was my response? Rich Tandler says he's getting an IV. That was your response. No, no. Yes, Mark, it was. <laughs> yes, it was, dude. That was your first text back from us. And I was like, I whoa, I didn't know that Josh's girlfriend was Rich no, Tandler. No, no. The first mm-hmm. part of that text was, I already did. And Rich Tandler says, 
I already asked KJ before that, but she had not responded yet. She didn't know. That's right. I just imagine Josh sitting around some like bar with KJ there, Rich Tandler, everyone's eating like wings, drinking beer, just kind of lounging, and watching like, the game. Yeah. And they're like, Josh, do you want some wings? And he's like, no, but can I take some celery, <laughs> some broccoli and dip it in that sauce? <laughs> no, dude, I don't eat those anymore. Anyway. Dude. Anyway, um, so what do we got on the injury front besides Leron Landry? Did we hear anything else about him after the game? Because I did not hear it addressed. No, they didn't even they didn't even bring it up. I don't know I don't know why they didn't bring it up, but it was almost like uh they just it was weird. You would have thought somebody would have said, What about Leron Landry? What's going on with that? My theory I is don't... that he couldn't find his um <laughs> and he was late getting out of the locker room or he was taking a dump or something. Um, I don't know. The, I guess the speculation was that, and it's pure speculation and, uh, and unconfirmed, that he was getting an IV, that there were some some cramps or something going on. I'm just wondering if he's still not back to his full... Oh, I agree. Football I think shape. he is he's not ready yet. And this bye week is going to help out a lot. I th- yeah, but I don't think his injury itself is hurting him. His muscles, I think it's more his conditioning. It's just from watching him play. Yeah, like you know, in the end of that in the end of that Dallas game, he looked like he was going to puke. Yeah, that's true. The beginning of it, he looked like he was gonna kill someone. The end of it, he looked like he was gonna puke. And it's hard to keep your fitness up when you have leg injuries because you it, it you know, limits your mobility, your ability to, to right. keep working on your cardio. So mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if there's been an official injury report this week since we're on by. I don't think we have to have one. I don't think. I don't know that we. I don't know that we have one either. I know who's injured though. Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman's ego. Ego. Dude, Uh, seriously, what can we say? uh, He sucks. Anyway, Um, (laughs) all right. So nothing. What about Kareem Moore? Is he going to get? I have the only. I have not seen anything else as far as injury reports go, other than. Uh, I mean, really, there's not much new. I mean, it's just the same old folks, you know, Gomes. Bang. It's all the same old injuries. Are you going to bring things here and there? Jarvis Jenkins is still on IR. Armstrong still on the IR. It's still on the IR. Um, <laughs> Darrell Young. Yeah, what's yeah, up Darrell with Young. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be back. They're saying that he and uh Anthony Armstrong may be back for the next game. They should be sufficiently healed as long as they don't go do something <laughs> stupid during a. During the bye week. Yeah. Okay, so that's about it for injuries. I mean, this really is an injury, but it does give us a little transition here because, you know, Cooley had been uh, nursing that whole knee problem. Um, how about Cooley? This is what, like three weeks in a row he's coming in or something? A couple weeks in a row he's coming in at fullback. He's called himself the highest paid fullback in the NFL. I saw <laughs> I saw something about that, and he was saying – someone was asking him how he felt about playing fullback, and he said that Darrell Young was the fullback for the team. He wasn't trying to make any kind of fullback controversy. <laughs> so why? Dude, he's so, only trying to make controversy by going out there and calling Romo a uh, choker. Yeah, what was up with that, dude? I have, I take I take um, exception to that because we got beat, dude. So what? The, I, that's see, yeah, go ahead. It's sorry. one thing to talk smack like that before the game, like D'Angelo Hall did, and this and that. It's another thing to get beat by the team and then cut on them for choking. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, all they got to say is scoreboard. You got to wait to say that stuff until 
the uh, the middle of November yeah. after we beat beat the damn Cowboys at home. Yeah. Although I did hear him today, actually on the uh, Jim Rome show, he was on there, and he was like, well, "What am I supposed to say? The Redskins and the Cowboys rivalry is not what it's supposed to be anymore. We're supposed to hate them." I don't like Dallas. I don't root for Michael Vick. I don't like the Eagles. I don't root for Eli Manning. That's our <laughs> rivals. I don't like them. So what am I supposed to say? Yeah. He's, so he's on the other point. hand, I can see his point. But, dude, I agreed with you, Aaron. I, I still tend to agree with what you said. It's like, dude, you got beat. You can't go out and talk smack talk after you got beat. That's the kind of thing like someone like D'Angelo Hall does. It's one thing to talk smack like, we're going to beat you guys next time you come into our house. And it's another to be right. like, you guys got beat by another team. It's like, come on. <laughs> but, you know, he was just saying, he was just like, dude, it was really, really good to see the Cowboys choke. Yeah, that's true. I and, agree of course, he him. was being egged on by LeVar Arrington and Chad Dukes. You know so. what? I've done a complete 360 on this. I completely <laughs> support him cutting on the Cowboys for choking. Ha, 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 ha. A complete 360. Tony Romo. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome to watch in the score as the Redskins were wrapping up the game against the Lambs, and I kept seeing, like, interception return for touchdown, like Paul Tatter's deal. Like, two in a row, dude. It was, like, back-to-back, bam, bam. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like, like, what? No, was that the first one? Wait, did they get another one? Yeah, Paul, Paul Tatter's deal was, like, tweeting that, and I was like, you already said that, dude. You already said that. And I was like, wait, <laughs> they got another one. It was pretty awesome. And then, of course, the Eagles, they choked that game away, too. Hey. Here, hey, speaking of, this is Will's, Will's assignment for this uh, week. We need Will to call in and say, give us a choke quote, and then also say the ending quote for the podcast. I, if you see I a Cowboys know. fan joke, <laughs> we need to sit those two things. Pretty soon we're going to be able to have enough sound bites from Will in Maryland to just do an entire episode playing sound bites like they did on that one South Park after Schiff uh, um, quit. After Chef quit, and he was like, well, how how are you doing today, children? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I don't know, but one of the one of the most hilarious tweets that I read was from Peter Grumbles. It totally cracked me up. And all he wrote was, Rexy. And then he put in quotes, I'll sink this bitch. And then he put, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> it's like, it's just when you think we have an unsinkable oh. game. I'll sink oh, this geez. bitch. <laughs> yeah, he about gave it away. He about gave it away. Numb nut. <laughs> he had another horrible the- interception and then one that wasn't his fault. But yeah, this true. Is, this one is of them was not his fault. But I think the worst play that he had was when he was running full speed at 0.2 miles an hour towards that first down marker on the sideline, and he took like a bad angle and almost, I think we got an excellent spot because I think he went out of bounds before he got that first down. Dude, he is deceptively slow when he runs. <laughs> Defense doesn't know what to do. Oh, man. Dude. He had a bad angle. He had a bad – it was a funny angle. <laughs> Dude, he, he couldn't run if he was a toilet. Oh, man. He's uh, starting to show what John has told us all the time. He couldn't run if he was a refrigerator. Man, he looks pretty good in preseason. And John's like, I was like, dudes, no, wait, just wait, dudes. Seriously. Oh, my goodness, in Beck we trust. Anyway, dudes, all right. Not that that's a lot of trust, but in Beck we trust. Or at least I do. In Beck you trust? I don't trust that much. I trust him better than Grossman. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Let's go to break, and when we come back, we'll give our game balls and kick them balls. We will talk out some hog slop and give our shout-outs and 
cut this podcast a little short so I don't get yelled at. Because we got all next week of bye week to talk about the same yeah. stuff. So we'll talk to you guys That's after so this break. You're listening, You're listening to, to Harry, Harry Hog, Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Um, all right, seriously. <clears throat> yes. Let, let's just go right into it. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. <laughs> this week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by none other than Sexy Rexy Attire. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you from Steinmart. For you that special <laughs> in your life. Try sexy Rexy attire. He'll thank you. John, you go first this week, man. All right, we're doing kicks first, right? Yeah. yeah kick. uh, my kick goes to Rex Grossman. <laughs> Moving on. Dude, that's too Moving obvious. On. All right, yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty. Uh, we don't even. We alluded to it this entire podcast. He was horrible. I think his passer rating was in the forties. It was a forty-eight point five. So if we rounded it, he'd make fifty, but barely. I mean, that's rounding it to ten. What can we say? He tried to single-handedly give the game away. He sure did. He's horrible. Cut. At the end of the oh, game, uh, I know uh, that we were not the only people that were saying, "Do not let Rex." Throw this ball when we were just and what trying did to they run do? out the And clock. what did they do? Did they let him throw it? 
On second down, they did. No, they didn't. He ran it at the very end. They just didn't get a first, or they did get a. I don't remember. They, he didn't run. At the, Rex doesn't run. No, I'm talking about the very end when it, we got the ball back. I was like, do not give him the ball. Just run it. I don't care if you get negative five yards here and have to punt and let the defense do their thing. Just do not let Rex throw the ball. Oh my! It was all Ryan Terrain rushing the ball. Rex. They finally got. They finally got it. Rex Grossman threw 15 for 29, 143 yards, one TD, and two interceptions. It was terrible. Um, yeah. All right. At least, at least, I, I don't know if Shandy the Elder got in his son's ear and said, uh, you need to run the ball here in the second half or what. But, uh, dude, we yeah. didn't do that against the Cowboys. And that's exactly if your running game starts to work, use it to your advantage, especially if you're in the freaking huh? lead. Uh-huh. I don't know, dude, but my favorite stat on Rex Grossman this week was his rushing stat. Was it negative two? He, he, he ran, ran the ball five times. For a, to- for a total of two yards. Dude, in that two <laughs> yards, he barely made. That was a generous spot on that first down. Yeah, and, and but he did two of the yards he lost, I think, were on uh, needle downs. Yeah, that's true. And those count as runs, unfortunately. All right, all right. We'll, we'll yeah. count it. And he would have had more, but he had intentional grounding on that dumb throw. But anyway. Yeah. All right. In any event, go ahead, dudes. We don't need to talk about that lose. Punk. All right. Can I get my Cut! Can I get my kick in the balls award? Yeah. Last week I gave it to Jim Hazlitt for that that blitz, all out blitz. You know, I don't even have to recap. Yep. This week I'm giving my kick in the balls award to Kyle Shanahan for not running the ball for like the first twelve plays of the freaking game. What was that? Agreed. He just kept rolling out. I don't understand. I don't understand it either. His play agree, calling, dude. sometimes you're like, that's awesome. And then other times you're like, what are you doing, dude? This is not uh-huh. Madden 2012. He gets so pass happy. And everyone's been talking about it this year. Uh, all the pundits are talking about, oh, it's a passing league, passing league, passing league, blah, blah, blah. Well, who are the teams that are winning right now? The teams that can also run the ball. Mm-hmm. Who are the teams that generally win the Super Bowl? The teams that, teams that can run the ball. You got to be able to run it. Because that's what wears be able down to run. the freaking defense. Uh-huh. You can be pass happy all day if you want. You you can do that. We saw the uh, the the what three years ago the New England Patriots do it, and then when someone finally started getting pressure on their quarterback when he was trying to throw all the time, they lost. There's they two. almost lost to him before at the end of the regular season because they were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's two huge advantages to a team that can run the ball well that I see. One of them is that you wear down the other defense, so by the third and the fourth quarter, you start breaking <coughs> off big runs, even if you're only getting like two- to three-yard runs in the first half. The other thing is, when you're on the field running the ball effectively, it wastes the clock, which means your defense is resting. So not only does it hurt their defense, but it helps yours. That's what I say. Anyway, he gets my kick. Josh? Hmm... Jamal Brown until he stops making penalties. Dude, Josh, you have got Jamal Brown squarely in your sights. I don't know, dude. I mean, I don't want to be too hard on the guy, but he's got to stop doing that week after week. I mean, come on. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what are you, you going to do? I don't know. I was I was toying, toying with who else I might give a uh, kick to other than Jamal Brown. And uh, I've got a lot of the person. What's that? I got a little kick you can give. I was going to give one to Will Montgomery. 
Paul Montgomery. Paul Montgomery. Nothing Paul he Montgomery's did to me the... stood out, but he was credited with Montgomery's on the team with... anymore. What? What? Will Montgomery? What? Will Montgomery's not on the team anymore? Who did you say? Will Montgomery? Yeah. Will Montgomery. What are you talking about, dude? Uh, oh, the I'm thinking of the jeez. Ah, I had the defensive lineman in my head, the dude from the fifth. They picked in the fifth round, like with Golston that year. His name was Montgomery. Anyway, dude. Anyway, Will Montgomery. He's he was credited with that one fumble with a loss of eight yards on it. All right. How was he credited with a fumble? Uh, that's why I'm kicking him because it was a really interesting stat to me. <laughs> Well, I, because he'll never have the opportunity to kick him for a fumble again, probably. Dude, perhaps. I think a small kick literally needs to go to Brandon Banks. For dancing? Yeah, I'm surprised you guys didn't get him, too. Two weeks in a freaking row. And that's my word of the day, freaking. My name is Mr. Brandon Banks, and I dance for you in burgundy shoes. Hey. Anyway. I dance while I'm waiting at the airport for my mom to pick me up. All right, we got to hurry this thing up. I'm going to get yelled at by my wife. Uh-huh. Oh, no, not yelled at. Yelled. All right. All right. <laughs> That's enough from you guys. <laughs> Where are you? Game Ball Awards. It's time for the Game Ball Awards, brought to you by Ritapoo. Go ahead, Josh. I give my Game Ball to... None other than Mr. Rocky McIntosh. Huh. All right. I felt he had a solid game. If you go back and watch the game tapes, he was all over the place. And he seemed like he was giving 100% on every play. And that's not something I've noticed from Rocky over and over and over. I mean, he's been good. But this game, he just seemed like he was on fire. And he was uh, he was really getting in there and making some good good plays. He had, um, he had five tackles on the day. I think no this, sacks. I think but, this whole year he's been getting better. I think he's out to prove every game to people that he can play in the three four. Yeah, yep. he's like the forgotten linebacker in the three four, and he is. He's the one that's trying to show that he can play as well as Karakpo and of course fifty nine. Dude, they're yeah. all all the linebackers. It's like night and day from last year, where the linebackers just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, and we're getting knocked backwards all the time, mm-hmm. except so, for Fletcher Carrick. Right. Oh, man, what a huge pickup he was. What a huge, huge pickup. Dude, what was with – Fletcher only had one tackle on the day. They're not running towards him. Dude, speaking of Ryan Kerrigan, before I forget, remember that LaRon Landry hit that he had? And I was like, well, that's LaRon Landry. Wait, that's not LaRon Landry hitting that dude. It's like that super sailor dive hit. Remember? Yes. It was, it was Kerrigan. <laughs> Kerrigan is a bad man. He like came up and hit someone all like like Ron Landry style, like sideways. He just went launching after him. It was insane. Sailor dive. He's he is he is really surprised. I think everybody with how quickly and how how quickly he's acclimated and how good he's got he's been. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, go ahead. Fifteen Joe. different fifteen different Redskins with tackles in this game. You 15. know. A handful of them had sacks. four, five, and six tackles apiece. A couple of them had sacks. True. Dude, all right. Yeah, the defensive line slash linebackers are in good shape. Yeah, yeah, it's just a secondary. Uh, my game ball goes to Ryan Terrain. Oh, yeah. I love watching Ryan Terrain run. I, just, I wish this guy could stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Watching him last year and now this year again, Love watching him run. He is so exciting to watch out there juking and sidestepping and stopping on a dime. 
I, I mean, he can be a special running back when he is out there and he's healthy. That's a Absolutely. good one, dude. And, and, and it was pretty obvious once the Shannies uh, saw that he was hot on the day, man. They kept handing him the ball. He had 19 carries for 135 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I bet, I bet if they check NFL films it'll, uh, for, for the game, we'll have Shanty the Elder, you know, Glass Eye. Old Glass Eye is going to be on there going, hot hand, hot hand, as he walks <laughs> down the sideways with, sidelines with, like, his hands on his hips. Right. Hot hand. Hot hand. It took hot a hand. while, though, for him to notice that he had the hot hand because it took them 20 plays before they even ran the ball. He had that one <laughs> He had that one run for 39 yards. I think, that that's when awesome. he finally, I think that's when he finally got on there and he said, son, you need to run the ball. Dude, I think at one point they showed the stat. He had like five runs and he was averaging 12.5 yards a carry or something like that. And we, we made a note, Aaron and I, on the phone at that point. We said... And you know what? His yardage is only going to go down from there. That's how good he started off. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Josh, you were saying his long was 39 on that. And, of course, he had that touchdown as well. So, yeah. 39 Great yards. Game Huge Dude, game. 19 carry. He averaged 7.1 yards a carry. Do the math. Hand him the ball all day long. Freaking 135 awesome. yards on 19 carries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 7.1 yards per carry. Beautiful. Between that and the defense, that's why we got to win. Because you cannot, you're not going to be able to compensate for such horrible quarterback play against better teams. But anyway, um, all right, I'm going to have to go ahead and give my game ball to. Speaking of the crappy passing game, I thought Jabbar Gaffney stepped up. <laughs> yeah, and he had a pretty big game. I don't know what his stats were. I just remember him making some key catches. Dude, he had four receptions for 62 yards. His longest was 20. Yeah, he had a couple big catches in there. And he did kind of stood out to me on the receiving core. Totally. Only Moss had one more catch than him, but he didn't have near the amount of yards. And Santana Moss also had that. The second interception was mainly partly totally his fault. fault. That was Moss's fault. He knew it too, man. They showed him on the sideline. He looked all dejected. Like I've let my team down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, he did score a touchdown though. So, you know, give and take. He did. Dude, Dude, before we go into the hog slop, there's something that was erroneously, left off uh, of the itinerary. Uh, and that would be the HHFFFL um, update. So let's go ahead and have that, John, if you, if you may. If you can. Uh, this is where you can cue the crickets. All right. Uh, Let me step I was hoping in you didn't notice that. In case, you, you, in case that you guys didn't go on the link that Josh put up on the website and checked out the standings, there's a new king in the HHFFFL. And that would not be the Virginia Beach Balls, coached by John Adams. It, it would indeed be the Staten Island Fairies, coached by yours truly, <laughs> who ousted the Virginia Beach Balls with a score of 145 to 135 to take sole possession of first place in the league. The Staten Island Fairies. I believe I'm the only undefeated team left in the league, and I will continue to do so throughout the course of the season. Uh, yeah, Speaking it was totally weak. You had 60, six zero points from Aaron Rodgers. Totally weak. Dude, how's Colts kick skins doing? Because speaking of defeat and undefeat, the Colts uh, are 0-4. He's in, like, last place, dude. He's 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 holding true to his team. As uh, Colts, our, our friend Mark, Colts kick skins, is the uh, grandfather non-Redskins fans team in our league. And, uh, yeah, he's holding true to his team. He's he's sticking right there with the uh, Peyton Manningless. 
Internet, uh, Indianapolis Colts, and he is dude, going 0 for 4 so far. I bet Manning doesn't have any nails left, dude. I bet they're all chewed off. Yeah. If he can bend feel, his head down far enough to I chew. I feel bad for that guy, man. 0 and 4 looking at that team. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, why don't we go ahead and get into the hog slop? Uh, let me see if I got We don't really have any hog slop left, do we? We talked about, oh, one thing we didn't talk about. Oh, yeah, hog slop. Um, Dan Snyder. Apparently paid himself seventy million dollars for a super yacht. I guess that's what he decided to go and get to a, uh, uh, dude. That's how he compensate he's, for something. That's how he's, that's I don't how know, dude. But when he when they launch it, he should not let Rexy on there. He'll sink that. Oh that yeah, he will. <laughs> anyway, he already sank one team in a Super Bowl. <laughs> He'll sink that ship. Oh what's he God. gonna call that? What's he gonna call this one? Super Bowl eighty, Super Bowl eighty five. Who knows. Anyway, I think that about rounds it out. Let's give some shout-outs. Nightwing, Night Not, 19. Uh, Peter Grumbles. Josh, go through the Twitter list. There's too many to name for me. Dude, there, there were like 90 twi- tweets. There are like okay. so many to name. It's unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Ricky Garcia, Firefighter, 1906. Dude, man. We're, we got Sharon, AC Delco, Simon Kinsey, Charlie, Desmond Lee, David Lee. Fire. Paul Tattersfield. Paul. Nick, Nikos. Yeah, our uh, man Paul. That's Nick the Greek. Greek. Man. Nick, Nick the, the Greek. Greek. Jeffrey Lee Watts. <laughs> Tony Dye. Peter Grumble. Simon Kinsey. Coast Howard Gann. Whitney. Oh, my gosh. The list goes on. Rich Tandler. Rich Tandler. Kelly Johnson. Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else. And, of course, Anybody Will and Marilyn. If I missed yeah. you, I'm sorry. Will and Maryland. But thanks, dudes, for all the tweets. We had like 90 of them during the game. That was awesome. It was awesome. And uh, you guys, if you want to uh, check out the website, harryhawkfootball.com, call us, leave messages like Will and Maryland does. Funny stuff, 774-277-9464. That's 77-Harry-Hog. Like re- refreshing about when you see sacks. Leave those kind of messages. Yeah, send us Absolutely. an email, redskinsfan at harryhawkfootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at harryhog. And check out the website. We'll talk to you guys next week. We will be on in the bye week. Don't forget. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, especially after that monumental collapse. Be the do the Chris Cooley and Joe 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 Jo